You don't talk about it. <laughs> I mean, I do with Caleb just because Caleb be fucking bugging the shit out of me about it. Caleb's good. I'm glad we have Caleb. Caleb be setting me up on some. Well, she because she she was telling Scott about how my Tinder game is fire. I'm like, Caleb, you can't be telling people these shit. It's game not. Is fire. It's though. not though. How because, is it not fire? Because I don't have pickup lines. I just say like, I just ask someone about a question that has to do with their profile or something. Okay. But it somehow works because they'll answer that first one yeah. and I'll just ask them more questions. Listen. And they're probably like, oh, guys never ask questions because they just don't give a fuck. He cares about who I am on the inside. Yeah, duh. But <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just curious as a person. Like me and Charles have that thing where we're like, we want to know why people became the way they are, yeah. kind of. Yeah. I just don't do it with people who are already real fucked up. Because I'm just like, I'd rather not know. <laughs> but do you remember Do you remember when I got in trouble with all those high school girls uh, when I just started dating Cassie? So it was when, it was when, um, what's up? It, so it was basically, it was right after EG's Cotillion, right? I met all of EG's friends. Oh, like Nina and all that. Yeah, yeah, Nina and all that. And they all went to the Midian, St. Francis, everything. And I just had, uh, like, six high school girls, right? This, I was in high school too, right? So... Every day after school, I sent each of them a text saying, "Hey, how was your day?" Bruh, Every day, and they would reply, and they'd be like, "It's so nice that you're asking us how our day was." It's fine, and then they talk to each other. They're like, "Wait, can I ask how your day is every day?" And I'm like, "They're like, yeah." They're like, "Why are you asking everybody how their day is?" And I was like, "Don't you want to? Isn't it nice to just have a one person that's just like, hey, how was your day?" I was already dating Cassie. I didn't give a fuck about this. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't know that. They didn't know. They thought I was feeling them. I was like, nah. That's just me being me, home dog. <laughs> Where you played people without even being single. I was, listen, listen. It's their fault that they took a sliver of human kindness and went To be fair, I'm pretty sure that. we did mention you had a girlfriend. They probably just didn't pay attention. Well, I mean, aside from, and I'm gonna, and then I don't want to say her name, but so let's You can just describe her as Google Thorpe, right? You remember Google Thorpe? Google, when Charles called me Hitler, you remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah, that whole situation, right? That's when all that was happening. Aside from that one, right, which again, I wasn't trying to do that. <laughs> I was just being weird, right? I got in trouble with all the other ones, and then that one was just like, you know, cutthroat. <laughs> that one. But like, that's what I'm saying. Like, when you ask them, a, when you ask women questions on Tinder, and you, and you they think, oh, this guy's not here because they saw my tits on one of my, uh, one of my Tinder pics. He's here to know what's my deal. Which is fair. You want to know what the deal is. Bitches yeah. be crazy out here. Bitches But then there's crazy. like a certain line when you hear like where it's like regular people trauma. And then it gets into like the next level. And I'm like, all right, this is what separates me and Charles. Charles has the emotional capacity to hire this, to like <laughs> allow or like tolerate this next level. Yeah. I do not. When I When it gets into that range, I'm like, yo. I have some fucked up shit too, but I don't want to deal with your fucked up shit and my fucked dude, up shit. Dude, I, I, I feel so bad because in high school, I was all for dealing with people's trauma. I was Bruh, all for shit, it. not it. Now, I'm still, it's weird. I still have that weird demeanor where it's like people talk to me. They're like, I don't know why I'm telling you all this, but it was just so easy to talk to. And I go, 
It's because I'm transparent as fuck. I'll tell you anything about me. I don't give a fuck because you know what? I did my time. Yeah. Right? All my most traumatic events. The When I graduated high school. That incident. And uh, I can't even think of a second one. <laughs> I think I thought I had two traumatic events in my life. True grandma? No. Grandma Debbie dying was rough. But I did use it as an excuse to not do cross country, so I think I got over that. Also, once I started dating Cassie, I, I did a lot more uh, healing. I think most of your stuff is just like relationship trauma ish. Right. A little bit with my parents, a little yeah. bit, but like I can't. Yeah, the stuff with your dad's kind of fucked up. Yeah, some of my dad's a little. But it's a little like fucked up. But like, it's... not like that one thing where he asked you to say like for most right. people. Right. Yeah. For most people, that would have been like. How dare you? Yeah. Where, where's the luck? For me, I was like, no, I know you dug yourself into a hole, and yeah. this is how you You're just it. like, I'm going to use this as blackmail. I'm finessing this. Not even. I'm not, I'm not even using this blackmail. Listen, my dad and me are home boys. <laughs> <laughs> if I tell him a secret, best believe he'll die with it. I swear to God. And so when he was like, can I need your help? Like, if you called me up and it was like, yo, if my girl called, I was with you last night. It wouldn't even be a question. Right? Yeah. It wouldn't even be a question. <laughs> It's the same thing with my dad. He's like, if my wife asks, this is what you say. And I'd be like, guaranteed. Yeah. You, and me, you and me were out fishing last weekend. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that's how that goes, right? So that's not, I don't count that as trauma. So yeah. the only time I had trauma was when I was in high school. So I was, when people come up to me yeah. now and they're like, what's your deal? I just go, I smoke more weed than the average person. That might be a problem, but when you consider the fact that I'm still in computer science, I don't know it balances why. out. Yeah, I don't know why it's just like I took oh shit, I took a STEM degree, I took a STEM major, and everybody went, "Well, he can be a piece of shit, but he's a STEM major, so no matter how big of a piece of shit he's gonna be, he'll still make a hundred hundred k." I feel like it was wrong, but it 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 works it's out. Valid, I'm not yeah. gonna I'm not gonna question the system, <laughs> you know. So people are like, what's your deal? I smoke a lot of weed, and here's my drop. Here's my baggage. Boom, and they go, wow. Well, here's my baggage. Boom, and I go, that sucks. I'm so sorry that happened to you. And they go, that's so nice. <laughs> and I go, no, it's common human decency, and I don't judge. <laughs> I it. also think like we had those talks. Right after high school, where we walk around for technically that was our therapy. Like none of us really. Gonna, let's solid, be real. I mean, solid. now it's more acceptable for people to go to therapy. Not that we would have gone because we were broke as fuck. We but like, never, and we in a way to get therapy, you gotta go to your parents. Yeah, <laughs> like, so that was like our therapy. So I think for us, we don't even look at it as being transparent because it's just like, oh, there's some shit that happened in our life, right? Because it's not that deep to us anymore. <laughs> Right, no, we went through it. We, yeah. we dug it up and we were like, here, bro. But then everyone thinks it's super transparent. Right. And we're just like, bro, it's not that deep. <laughs> it's not transparent. It's coming It's coming to terms with your trauma. That's yeah. all that is. A lot of people out here, like a lot of our generation, I don't know what happened. Between getting trauma and becoming an adult, they never thought, maybe I should deal with this. Yeah. <laughs> right? Or maybe, yeah. I mean, some people, again, like mental health and stuff. Mental parents are not stuff. big, like, on... That's a real thing or whatever. But. but but like I feel like if you have look at all the people who go to therapy and don't go to therapy. People who don't go to therapy, you can I guarantee it there was someone in their life at some point that was just like full transparency right now. You can trust me. I'm not gonna judge you. I'm not gonna hate on you. Yeah. I'm here for it. And I'm a, and by the way, when we were doing that, we weren't doing it like 
oh, I'm completely on your side without a question. We were like, well, look at it from all the angles for 10 seconds, right? It hurt you. But why? why? Yeah, Yeah. but why? Or like, what did you do to put yourself in this situation for it to like hurt you or whatever? And like, and and why do you think they did that? Do you think they did it to hurt you or do you think they did it because like for parents, right? Our parents, our generation's parents, they had kids young. Yeah, I mean, and like times changed a lot when they were parenting right like bef- like before like old school and then like technology and all this new stuff and like right so i was yeah it's tough because like with parenting you're like oh my parents were they did x y and z wrong or whatever but if you think about you in those shoes you'd be like i don't know no. what the fuck to do either yeah. you- especially like in our case we're only children like if you have an older sibling okay like they kind of went through it they kind of know like yeah. the deal yeah. but if you're an only child or the firstborn it's kind of like, bro, you're going to get the short end of the stick no matter what, 100%. in a way. So, 100%. Like, because another huge thing, too, is like, look at it. We, when we were kids, computers became way more popular than they yeah. were when our parents were our age. Like, we were in, what, third grade, and they were like, time for you to learn computer literacy. Yeah. Learn how the internet works. Just make sure you know how to do it. Now, you don't even need that class. Kids have iPhones and iPads. Yeah. They know how it all works, right? But for our parents... They were full-grown adults. And they were learning while we were learning. Right, exactly. So, like, my dad, I get it. He was a computer science one, right? But, like, where he was when he was learning computer science to now, completely two different worlds. Every time I come to him now, I'm like, this is what I'm working on in school. He's like, I have no idea. Which is good. It means you're smarter than me. But if you ask me to do what he did, (laughs) I can figure it out, actually. But, like, Like same same thing with my dad, like... Because he went to school in India and everything. They didn't use calculators. So when we got to high school and we have to use graphing calculators, he's like, I can't help you, bro. <laughs> like, I can do this by hand, but that shit's going to take you forever. Right. I'm, dude, I'm so ready for when my kids take math. I'm so good at math now. I look back, I look back at middle school and high school and I go, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm like, that's algebra. Get the fuck out of here with algebra. I don't need that. You want me to do an integral for you off the top of my head? Bet. <laughs> Right. If you're fucking struggling with if x plus five equals ten, what's x? Fuck you. <laughs> but I digress. Yeah. People now, when they get into relationships, especially when you're an adult, you're coming in with all this baggage. Me and Cassie were lucky. At least I was lucky. I didn't have tons of relationship baggage from beyond. You had one. Uh, yeah. But I well from I have you one had, x. Yeah. One x, right? And the quote unquote trauma. From that really was just I undervalued myself because I felt my mistakes mattered more than what I was doing to make them make me a viable uh, partner. Yeah. Right? And since it's your first relationship, you like want it to work or whatever. Right. You think it's gonna last forever? Dude, three years. Three years of that. Don't get me wrong. Sex was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> You're like that's the only thing that kept me. In. Quite frankly, yes. I was a horny high schooler who was all like, I have one. It's all I get. Right? But then I started dating Cassie, and I was like, wait a second. You have to be nice to me? I fucking did my ex's homework. I did her homework. What the fuck is that? I paid for her lunch, and I did her homework. I didn't have a girlfriend. I had a bully that fucked me sometimes. (laughs) You were basically a sugar dad. I cleaned her house. I made food for her siblings. Right? I cleaned her turtle tank when she didn't feel like it. I ran to CVS to buy pads when she was out. I did her homework and I bought her lunch for three years. I do that with Cassie and look how Cassie treats me. Look at the sheer difference. What the fuck? No. Cassie treats me like a goddamn king. 
I'll do whatever the fuck she wants. I don't care. It doesn't embarrass me. It doesn't bother me, right? Because it's worth it. And there's like genuine partnership there. Now, I keep digressing. Let me get back to what I was saying. Me, I was lucky. I only had the one, and the problems I brought over from that were very, you know, quick to nip in the butt, where it's like, oh, stop self-pitying yourself. You didn't fuck up that bad. I'm mad. I'm allowed to be mad. Being mad is normal, right? So why don't we just take a moment? Why don't you understand what you did wrong? I understand why I'm mad. Let's talk about it, and let's move on. And that's how it works, right? That's so healthy, right? Now... Cassie was different. She had a lot of boyfriends that were not kind or really anywhere near men. They yeah. were just boys. I mean, like, and you were in high school, so they're not going to be men, but right. yeah. Well, they're not going to be men, but like... They could difference. be better, yeah. Like if you dated someone in high school, when you were uh, with, um, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. You weren't like out here like, oh yeah, bro, fucking smashed. Yeah. And then when she was like, hey, Neil, um, something's going on. You weren't like, ah, oh, get the fuck out of with the boys. Right, you weren't like that. You were a decent person in a relationship, oh, yeah. for the most part. You weren't out here like that. Now, do I do you and me know that you have some ideals that I do disagree with when it comes to women? Yeah. When it comes to women, <laughs> but to be fair, to be fair, you're a, I. I only disagree with them out of a moral standpoint, not out of a logical standpoint. Logically speaking, everything you've said about women, for as long as I've known you, has been a hundred percent correct. I feel like this is the one where it's like. Normally, I'm in the middle of you and Steve sometimes, but now it's like Steve's in the middle on this one time. Yeah, because like my thing is, my thing is, this. women, when it when it comes to understanding men, and men when it comes to understanding women, are always going to be two separate worlds, and yeah. we're looking at each other like because guys are it. more logical with their stuff. Like we're more logical, but we're more we're simple creatures. Yeah. If there's a simple solution, we'd rather take yeah. that than go, well, let's navigate all the nuances of this situation. Yeah, like right. if you're mad, just tell me you're mad and we'll fix it. Right. Tell me what I did wrong. Yeah. Don't don't make me read your mind. Don't make me go through all the things that might have been a mistake today. Just tell me what I did wrong. Women will go, why is he... Also, by the way, men are almost never actually mad at women. They're mad at other things and women are just around. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I've never actually been like... Cassie hurt my feelings and I have actually done that but like I've, it's only been that way because I'm somewhere over here and Cassie's somewhere over here and we're trying to connect Yeah, and it's just not how that works out like if I'm stressed about finals and everything and then Cassie's stressed about school and then it becomes like we're playing this game of like well who has more on their plate Yeah, right and when she thinks she has more on her plate she's gonna be like I get this I understand but I need your help and I can't do this without your help. And I'm like, well, I don't need your help. I need to focus on finals. And then that's where that fight yeah. begins, right? Now, when nowadays, currently in the relationship, when, I, when one of us is stressed or work out, it's not even a big deal. I've learned, I've recognized <laughs> that. When she has a bad day at work, she's not looking for someone to fix all her problems. She's looking for someone to make her a hot chocolate, give her a bag of chips, let her sit on the toilet for about half an hour. Cool off. That's all she wants. That's all she wants. She'll get out of the bathroom. She'll sit on the couch. She'll be fine. Whatever happened during the day, left in the bathroom. Right? Comes out, boom, flush the toilet, gone. <laughs> but after that happens to me, my mind, I'm a goldfish. You know, like, ah. <laughs> I feel like that's like most guys. If they just like punch something, they're over it. Like, yeah. 
That's why guys literally would rather fight it out. Yeah. Than just like Yeah. Every man, every man wishes they had one person in their life where it's like, meet me in, meet me in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> meet me in the ring. I had a bad day. <laughs> like, I remember one time I was, uh, again, we're regressing, but I was at like a party and my friend was like super mad about these certain situations and he got hella drunk and like threw his phone in my friend's like backyard, but on the concrete. Yeah. And I'm like, that's going to suck tomorrow. But low key, I wish I could do that too. Just like, yeah, for, that's gonna suck tomorrow. But for the day, that was the best choice. Yeah, <laughs> nobody got hurt. He fucked himself over a little bit. Yeah, but you got all your like anger out, like all everything. And that's that's the I sort of got like more men just need outlets. Yeah, for these emotions, but they don't have them because we live in this weird society. Women, however. They don't have nearly enough uh, outlets either because it's weird, right? Do you not think a woman would love to just be like, throw on your gloves, you and me, five or how many rounds is a box match? Like nine rounds? Yeah. <laughs> but nine rounds right now. I'm sure a lot of women would love that. The issue is a lot of women would lose. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Because <laughs> the moment you put the gloves on the man, the man's going to be like... <laughs> <laughs> I have some shit about my father that I've been waiting to get out. Yeah. You know? And then, yeah. I think a comedian put it best. A man, a man when he's angry is like, is like a little slingshot, right? It's like, ah, you, uh, you ate the last cupcake, right? A woman will be like, oh, you ate the last cupcake. You made plans when on our anniversary? <laughs> you went out drinking instead of meeting my parents and I for dinner. And then the moment the man comes at the woman with some bullshit, it's all like, how dare you uh, like, you know, move my Xbox or whatever. The woman's like, well, how about this? I think it's just like relationships ultimately come down to where, where do you see yourself in a relationship? And where do you see yourself in 20 years in a relationship? Right? When you guys have to buy a house and you have your kids and you're working your job, do you see yourself purely doing those five things and putting everything else about you on the side burner? Or do you see yourself integrating that into the whole? I don't look at myself and say, I'm going to get the job, get the house, have the kids. And my weed will probably just be gone. No, I'm still probably going to smoke. <laughs> Once I'm not gonna smoke. That'd be as high, yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna smoke around my kids, right? And I'm not gonna or like weekdays or something. Yeah, yeah, we good. But when the when Friday hits, and my kids are 13, I swear to God, I swear to God, they better have some friend somewhere where they can just be out of the house for the full night. Not this bullshit. All right, I'm gonna go over to this. Uh, the I. I don't, can't think of a name right now, to Chad's house, and uh, I'll be back around dinner time. I'll be like, no, no, no. I call Chad's right away. He needs to stay with me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what. Yeah, he has my full permission. Go ahead. Do whatever. Fuck it. Click. And I'm you're the type of parent that's going to be like, tell me in advance. Are you spending the night or not? And your and kid's going to be like, I didn't know that was an option. And like, right. Like, that's going to be... And then, I'm not going to be that parent who's like, you need to be home by this time. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm be like, be home by tomorrow. Right. I'll be like, are you staying tonight? I just wanted to know. Why? Well, I can't tell you why. I'm, I'm going to do my own thing. They'll stay night at Chad's house. Get the fuck out of my hair for like 10 minutes. <laughs> Me and Kathy go sit on the couch and go and toke up. That's, that's going to be, that's where I see my life. That's how I see it. Not enough people think about it. 
Well, you, I know you don't want kids. No, I want kids. Oh, you want kids. Okay. Where do you see where do you see yourself in 10 years when you have kids? You have a 10-year-old right now. How do you handle every weekday? I mean, I would just do my work thing. And then, like, once I get back from work, I would just, like, dedicate whatever time to my kid and my wife. No. Never going to work. This is never Why is work. that not going to work? Because you're going to do that, and you're going to be like, I am tired of solving their problems. You're going to be tired. How many problems are they going to have, bro? How many problems did you have? <laughs> I didn't have the problem. My parents had the problems. So I was leaving the house. I had a different scenario. I guess. I guess that's fair. I, but like, I just did hella activities. Basically, I did true. what you would want your kid to do. I just did yeah, hella activities, to stay, out of the, activities. to stay out of the house. I look at, like, look at Cassie's grandparents, right? The way they raised Cassie, I don't know. I don't, now, did they make mistakes? Yeah. I feel like you're going to make mistakes, yeah. Everybody makes mistakes. But did they raise a self-dependent person? That's all that matters. Yeah. She works a job. She pays her rent. And now she can buy whatever she wants. I think my only thing would be like, when I have a family, I don't want it to just be like, oh, we just do our own thing all the time. Like when I was growing up before, like my family had issues or whatever, Mm -hmm. we would always do like Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever at our apartment, even though it was like tiny ass apartment, but we'd always have hella people over. So I'd always want like my house or like whatever to be like that, where it's like people can always come in whenever they want to or whatever. Right. So I, my, my, the, same thing with me, right? Rhea, Trudy, and them, right? Every holiday, come to my house, my mom would do the cooking. But when I moved out, my mom was like, I swear that's what probably, like, I think my mom throughout this whole thing has been like, if I don't push back against it, he's going to come back. <laughs> <laughs> so as long as I go, single, how dare you move out of the house and, and not tell me or and get engaged and not tell me, that's really her going, hey. God, I swear. <laughs> Look at this. I moved out. She was like, I'm never doing another holiday dinner again. Never. <laughs> she has not cooked in the past three years. Jeez. Not once. Not once. She even doesn't, she doesn't even, like uh, Christmas, she didn't even go out. She was like, no, nah, I'm home. <laughs> yeah, your mom's a homebody for the most part. Right. Unless she's traveling. Exactly. exactly. Right. Like she's not about doing like the clubs and stuff, but she's like, if it's, it's either traveling or staying out. <laughs> right. And, it, and, and she'll only go clubbing when she's traveling. Yeah. Right. So... I feel like every every parent needs to, you know, that's a whole thing too. But like, like where you're getting your kids the social interaction they need to learn. Like, because not enough people, and that brings us back to the baggage. Not enough people or not enough parents went, we need to make sure our kids toughened up. Fuck. Okay, up. so this is what I actually have an issue with in my dating life. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, people don't understand that. I treat friends and the people of interest with different levels of being nice. Yeah. Which I feel like is pretty you're reasonable. Ni- you're nicer to you're nice to me. Don't get me wrong. No, no, yeah. But I'm nicer to someone who I'm like nice, genuinely yeah, no like idea about, right? but or like interested in like maybe being like my girlfriend or something. Oh yeah. So right. in my like recent thing, this girl like asked me out because mm-hmm. she thought I was cute in class. Not my type at all. Like n- on the opposite fucking side. But I was like <laughs> I've been on the other side where I've asked people out and they just said no. So I'm like, girl, never ask guys out. I'm going to just say yes, which I really should have said no, considering how the shit went down. But like, <laughs> like yes. but like, so that went through or whatever. And then a week later or something, she was like, so how do you feel about like where we're at or whatever? I'm like, to be honest, we could be friends. And that's about it. And I was even like, we could be friends. 
but we're also not gonna be like hella close friends right on the fact that i already don't go to a bunch of school shit just because i live hella far away so i'll just go to class and that's that's about it or like if i have to do any like networking stuff i'll go to those Mm -hmm. but like if you want me to hang out with you all the time that shit's not happening right so she already knew what level of friendship it was Mm -hmm. but then over time she was just like i like that you're direct and straightforward but can you just be 10 percent nicer and in my head i was like one I'm not really interested in you, so I wouldn't really put the extra effort. Yeah. Two, we're not like hella good friends. Like you're closer to just being someone I went to, like you know, in high school where you have like real friends and then you have people who you chill with in class just because you have class with them. Yeah. She was more of we're chill because we had a couple classes together. Right. And then I didn't want to say that, so I was just like, nah, I'm good. And then she just went, you're never gonna find a girlfriend this way. I was like. But I wouldn't treat someone I was thinking about as my girlfriend this way. But like, if I want, and also by the way, like you weren't looking for a girlfriend; she was looking for a boyfriend. Yeah, <laughs> and that just didn't sync up. Yeah, right. Like that's the other. I was talking to Cassie about this, and because uh, we're watching Legacies, you know, like you know, originals. Mm. So originals is the spinoff of Legacies, where it's like, yeah, the original vampires, and then that series ended, but then one, the daughter of Klaus helped in finding a school. So now they're all teenagers that are also supernatural. Right? Okay. Me and Cass were talking about it, and I was like, don't you kind of miss it? The whole, like, will they, won't they of high school, uh, where it's all like, I'm into you, but I have doing the most subtle way possible, uh, or else I'm going to be weird. And then the guy's all like, well, I'm into you, but until I get a clear green signal, I'm not, <laughs> not going to move forward, right? And I was like, it was fun. But now, but now, like that, looking back at that shit, that was purely high school type shit, and people are still doing it today. And it's just like, no, that's not how it works. Yeah. When you're an adult and you want something, be clear about it, be seductive, be flirty, be, you know, like, yeah. da- like dance around it, you know what I mean? But don't, don't avoid it, right? They'll be like, oh, I'm staring at Vanille from across class, and you look at me, and I go, Right? Yeah. Like I look away and I look at you again and then I talk to you and then we do this whole thing. No, go out. What what happened to the cup of coffee? You know what, I mean? <laughs> what happened to the simple, hey, you want to go get a cup of coffee? Yeah. Let me know who you are and see where this goes. Because I'm sure if that girl would have taken the time to be like, let me know who you are before. Well, we did go on a date and stuff. Well, of course you went yeah. on a date and stuff. It's like, just, yeah. It's just hard though because in my head, I was like, you're already not my type it was just it was a hard sell like the only reason i went on the date too was one like fell back she already asked me out or whatever and then two it was like there is still a chance that even if you're not like physically attracted to someone right away like if you just really vibe well it could like i don't know some people say like if you go you're saying right like it's like the whole rage barrier thing like if you give it a shot you become friends and then you or like you don't know if you go on a date you might really vibe with someone but like it wasn't that we didn't vibe. She's just not my. She's like, not your your ideal. It's not who you see yourself spending a bulk amount of your time. Yeah, with. and that's that's really. Important. And then she would also just say like certain things that was more about like the. It was more under like men or trash kind of thing, but it'd be very subtle shit. And in my head, I'm like, because she's biased, so she like girls and guys. I'm like, mm-hmm. if you really think men are pieces of shit, why? Are you chasing men and not girls when you're bi, bro? Like what? This, this is this needs to be said 
Men and women are garbage. <laughs> humans are trash, bro. We humans just got humans are such trash. But like, they're more, they're more trash when you're dating. When me and Cassie were dating, oh my god, oh my god, I dude, oh my god. How many? You know, when I finally got my car, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I finally got a car. You think I was ecstatic about going to Cassie's house every day and then her grandparents were like, you can't stay here tonight. You can't sleep in Cassie's. You can sleep on the couch if you need to stay here. But uh, no, you got you to gotta go home. And Cassie would be like, well, I want to hang out. And then I'd be home at like 1 a.m. <laughs> right? And then I'd be like, well, now I'm home. But when I'm with Cassie, also studying is hard. Yeah. So it's like, okay, now I'm home at 1 a.m. Let me go ahead and study for a couple hours, go to bed, miss class. Do the whole thing again tomorrow, right? No, I didn't want to do that. I did it though because I love her. Right? Yeah. But the other reason why that happened all the time was because before me and Cassie got engaged, the pure transparent communication was harder because of the whole like, well, she still has that out, right? So when when I finally when we finally got engaged, I was like, I got a dorm now, and. I'm not going to be coming down every weekend. Now I do still come down every weekend because I hate San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. It is garbage. A city, a city, it's drowning right now and I hope it doesn't come back up. <laughs> but that's, you know, a whole other thing. But I said, I said that so that way she knows where I'm at. I was like, I finally, I'm finally transferred. That was my goal for all of Vianza. Now I need to actually sit down and study. And I do. So Monday through Friday, I'm in San Francisco. And I'm studying, and she's completely fine with that. As before, I would have been like, oh, I'm, I'm lonely. I want to hang out. Yeah. And I would have driven down from San Francisco. Now, I'm engaged. Now, I don't have to do that. Now, I just go, ah, no. <laughs> She'll be like, okay, yeah. be like, no, you can go ahead and get yourself a hot chocolate. That's fine. <laughs> you want a cookie? Oh, they're in the kitchen. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that's, just how, that's just how it works out now. You don't get that when you're, when you're in the dating game. You gotta, you gotta put all this fix. Like she went up to you and she said, "Can you be ten percent nice?" You said no because you weren't in the dating game with this bitch. Yeah, I mean, like even, but the thing is, like when someone says that they're into you, like because I was like, "Why do you even talk to me?" Right? Like if someone's being rude to you, Mm -hmm. why would you talk to them? You wouldn't, unless you're like some people are into this new thing where it's like toxic relationship. I don't know. Like, I'm not into that shit. Well, but you, you know, well, 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 how did uh, how did she say it? She was like, "Red flags are my green flags." <laughs> I don't know why people are into toxic relationships right now. But like, unless you're into that, if someone's being rude to you, why would you keep talking to them? They're just like you wouldn't do that to yourself unless you really hate yourself or some like really? fucking. But like, <laughs> so I was like, okay, so clearly I can't be that mean if you want to still talk to me and you like me being straightforward. So I don't see like me being ten percent nicer. Like this is not helping nobody. It would have been extra effort for, for no, no return. Yeah. No return. None. And it was just like, because it's like she would ask me, or because once we established that I wasn't into her and we we're like friends, so then she would just like ask me about like other guy stuff and just like to get a guy's perspective. And I was trying to give her like these answers and stuff, and then she just like she'd be like, "Oh, why can't you just say things like nicer? Like they're just like kind of." harsh or like rude or whatever i'm just like because she one of the questions i think like that messed her up she was just like asking me about like tramp stamps and what people think i was like don't think most people consider tramp stamps to be attractive but then she would just like 
I don't know why he got a bad rep or whatever. She's like, I'm sure a dude came up with like tramp stamp no, no, and all no. this shit. And I'm just like, bro. Listen, listen, <laughs> when you have a tramp stamp, when you have a tramp stamp, here's my here's my interpretation of why tramp stamps are bad. When you have a tramp stamp, who's seeing that? Who's seeing that? I know if you wear the crop top oh, yeah. and the low cut shorts. Only people you're fucking, pretty much. Right. Pretty much. They're only gonna see it when they smash in that ass. Yeah. That's it. So obviously when people are like, yeah, I'm gonna get a tramp why are tramp stamps good bad rap? Well, because for several years before Instagram and Facebook came out, the only people who saw your dumbass tattoos in your very private spots were the people you were fucking. Yeah. Right? And by like, because like, and think about this, right? Tramp stamps are only fashionable through the spring and summer months. <laughs> That's it. Because you can wear the, yeah. the, the whatever, the skimpy clothes or whatever, right? But winter through fall through winter? Nobody's seen that trend yet. But are you going to stop fucking? No. <laughs> because the seasons change? No. So now, for six months out of the year, the only people seeing your tattoo are the people that are about to smash. And let's say, for instance, you change anything about your life in those six months. You move a job, you go somewhere else. Now, all they've known about you is you dress normal because it's winter or yeah. fall, right? And then the first time you let them smash, they're going to see that tramp stamp. They're going to be like, oh, this bitch fucks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this bitch fucks. Nobody's seeing this. Nobody's seeing this butterfly tattoo right above her tailbone. My thing also is just like most people, they, they, it just doesn't look good. Like, but then she went like, I was like, why'd you ask me this? Because she knew that I wasn't interested or whatever. Because she's like, oh, well, it doesn't matter because you're never going to see it. I'm like, why did you ask me this knowing I was never going to see it even if you chose to get one? Right. Like, that doesn't make... She's just trying to tempt. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. She's like, I thought you'd give an objective opinion. I was like, I'm pretty sure my opinion was fucking objective. That's fairly objective, if I'm being... If you like, never... it's, it's... There's a smaller demographic that's like, let's go tramp stamps. Then there is like, they kind of corny, Brian. Look really bad. They're so dumb. I think it's, like, they're so dumb. Why? Why do you need a tattoo? You can't even see the tattoo. Yeah, That's purely for whoever's smashing your ass. Right That's now. why I was just like, bro. She's like, why can't you just be nicer? I'm just like, bro, I can't do this no more. And I've, and she said something where she's like, I feel like you're just being a douche to be a douche. And a part of me was like, Loki, I am being a little extra mean to you in the hopes that. I did like the old middle school thing. Like, I'm going to just be a little meaner to you. So you'll leave me the fuck alone. And here's my other thing too. If she's like, you're, you can't get into a relationship with somebody who is a certain way and then go, no, I think you could be, you could be different. And that difference would be better. Like, no, you like me for who I was when you first met me. Yeah. So I don't get why I'm changing right now. Like, unless it's something drastic that you got to like really change. But like, that's not something. Like, if, if somebody, if Kevin got with me, right, in college, and I had just developed a cocaine addiction. Yeah, right? you'd be like, you got to toss that. Yeah, yeah, that's something I got to drop, right? Yeah. But when I got with Cassie, the person I was, was still going through this weird thing where I was, when I was surrounded by masculine men, and they were all like, Kendall, come on, you got to be masculine. Where's the masculinity, bro? Where, where, where's, pluck out your chest, be a man. And then I got with Cassie. Cassie was like, you don't got to do that. You can, you can be who you truly are. And I was like, I can be a soft boy. I can be a soft boy. I can be a, I, if I'm, I am like five steps away. No, I am one pair of thigh high socks away from being a femboy. Like, <laughs> right. I, am I wrong? No, wrong. Right. It's also like, for example, like if you're someone who likes to travel, like your mom, right? Mm-hmm. And you, like, that's you. Like, 
you're not gonna get with someone and then stop traveling. Like right. that's not yeah. that's not you being who you're in like what you're interested right. in. So, that doesn't make sense. So if your baseline niceness is just too low for that bitch, she should have she should have taken the hit and been like, not for me. Yeah. And like, you would have listened to that, you would have been like, that's fine, man. This is cool. Bye. And then yeah, he was just back and she was like, Do you even like talking to me? I was like, low key, half the time these conversations are one way. Cause how I look at it is, again, like we don't think of it as like transparent or like whatever so when you're asking me questions about shit that might be really like deep for you mm-hmm. it's not really deep for me i'm just giving you logical answers right. back so i'm not that invested in this conversation right. but like for her she is because she's like the one going through whatever she's going through. yeah she's the one that's like i need the information and you're like i really don't care about this information. yeah because yeah. it's like when she's going through her guy thing and i'm just like All right, i'm just giving you random advice that i would just like this is how i think about it mm-hmm. And she's like super invested in like I need to make this shit work with this other dude. Also, what, why do girls? And I know I get why, but like I don't see the bonus of it. Girls go up to guys all the time. They're like, I need to get a guy's perspective. No, you don't. No, you don't. Guys are gonna give you a perspective that makes other men accept whatever thing you're about to ask us, right? If a guy, if a girl comes up to me and is like, I need a guy's perspective. Why do guys? Feel the need to scratch their balls, right? Yeah. Right? Or some like dumb yeah. question like that, right? I'm going to go, well, the reason is balls get sweaty, blah, 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 X, Y, Z, right? Yeah. Right? But they don't need to hear that. They don't give a fuck. Because yeah. to a guy, that makes sense. To a guy, that makes sense. To a woman, they're just like, that doesn't make any sense. Why won't you just do X, Y, and Z instead of that fixes the problem? It goes, no, 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 no. You wanted why a guy's mentality does this. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Bro, I feel like half the time they're fishing for the answer they want. Right. And I think that's what happened with this girl. She was kind of like low-key fishing for certain answers. And I'm not the type of person to just give you what you want to hear. Yeah. So she, I think she just got fed up with it. But to me, I was just like, bro, if you've been getting fed up with this, why are you putting up for it for so long? Right. But I think it's just because this other thing wasn't working out with this other dude. So she didn't want like two things back to back to not work out. Mm-hmm. But that ended up happening. And I was like, fuck it, whatever. Girls, I think I think a lot of girls have a weird thing where, like, see, like, you ever notice how, like, in movies, you have the one girl that's like, I have to give him as many chances as I can because I know deep down inside he's a good person. Yeah. Right? And then you have the other girl that's running a successful business wearing, you know, suits yeah. and shit coming up like, what, wait, what, what the fuck did you just say to me? Oh, uh, I made plans on our anniversary with my friends. He's like, yeah, I'm you, out. All right, yeah, <laughs> like you can go. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, right. You get, you get, you see these strong, independent, powerful types, and then that's that's their way because, and they always bring it back to this in the movie where, like, when I had to work in an industry that was primarily men, yeah. this is how I who I had to become. Yes, that's who you have to become because when you're dealing with dumbass men forever, you're gonna go. Oh, they really don't give. Two flying shits. Ninety percent of the problems that men have, we will either say we can deal with this, or we we'll go find someone yeah. that can deal with it. And I even told her, I was like, I honestly have like she was like, Do you care about being friends? Whatever. I, was like, I got I have zero fucks to give, bro. And she's like, but then she went into this illogical argument where she's like, If you have zero fucks to give, why do you go to the gym? Why are you doing grab program? Now why, you're, now I, you're was grab like, I was just like I was just like, bro, first of all, why do I work? I need money to survive. Just because I give zero fucks doesn't mean I'm depressed and want to kill myself. That's right. not where that goes. Just because I give zero fucks doesn't mean I feel like living in my parents' place 
like playing video games for hours on end, not contributing anything to my own life. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, wait, what the fuck? Zero, giving zero fucks means you don't care what other people's opinion of you is. Right. You just want to carry on with, you're just going to do you. Like, right. I didn't know that was going to be taken as like, no. I'm depressed as fuck. <laughs> well, because, because, because some people think if you give zero fucks, they're not interpreting that as, no, you don't really care what they think. You just don't care about anything, right? They because they can't they can't put it in their own minds and say, "Oh, he's over me completely." You could be friends with a person and still be like, "I don't really need your opinion on this." Yeah, right. Like, I love you guys, right? You know, I love Amber, I love Addison, right? I love all you guys. You guys are my homeboys. We're family at this point, right? But if one of you, how many times have you guys come up to me and been like, "Kendall, why are you smoking all this weed?" I mean, I've done it. You've what? done it. I'm the only one that's done you, it. You, you're not the only one who's done it. <laughs> but, but people have been like, hey, why are you smoking weed? And I go, I smoke weed. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, don't you think you could, you could be better? And I go, possibly, uh, but I just don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's, not like, hey, saying, that's not me saying, I don't give a fuck whether I smoke weed or not. That's me saying, I like smoking weed and your opinion, while I take it, does yeah. not mean I'm going to act on yeah. now did i pull back on the weed yes now i have recognized there are some things you need to be sober for <laughs> there's something like school school you don't go to class high kids <laughs> driving driving don't drive high i know a lot of people that still do drive very high i don't do it because quite frankly it's i don't not think anything outside of that is just like if you have to be at a event where you're in a suit i would not smoke i would <laughs> this <guy. laughs> If I had, if you, if you asked me to go to the Oscars tomorrow, oh, yeah, that, you would definitely smoke. I would be stoked. But you're not scared. smoking for someone's funeral, bro. Yeah, I am. What the fuck? It, well, I, I guess you'd be like to relieve the depression. At my funeral, at my funeral, it's good. You, if you are above the age of 21 and you walk into my funeral, not stoned, you, you don't get to come to my funeral. You don't. Because you're not going to have fun. Right? Yeah, see, I if, feel the same way. I'm just like, everyone's got to do a shot of Malibu. <laughs> my funeral... I told you this. My funeral is gonna have a jumpy house <laughs> for adults. It's gonna be. It's gonna be off the rails. But, but like, yeah, like you see what I'm saying. Like, I don't give a fuck. I give yeah. zero fucks about how people view my weed smoking because, as far as I'm concerned, my weed smoking has not affected me to the point of failure. Yeah, it'd be different if I was sitting like, like you're at a rehab center or right, something. Yeah, right. Like it'd be if I graduate in the fall. I mean, in the spring, well, when I graduate this year, right, and I am don't have a job and I'm just sitting at home smoking weed, then I'll put weed down. Now I'll be yeah. like, this needs to be on the back burner for a yeah. minute. I need to put more effort into making sure I find a job. Yeah. But if I'm working, have a bachelor's Like if you're doing degree, all the right things. Right. Yeah. If I'm doing all the right things, my weed's not affecting me. Yeah. Right? People drink and apparently that's, that's okay. way yeah. worse. Right? Yeah. It is, I mean, it's more accepted way worse for you, but yeah. Right. But when but when I say I don't that's what I mean by when I say I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Because I'm I'm not this isn't taking over my life. Right? It's not that oh I don't give a fuck about what happens to my life. That's right. not where you're coming from. I'm not out here yeah. like oh, I don't give a fuck. I'm just gonna die I'm gonna make sure my lungs are charcoal black and then just fade off into non existence. Yeah. No. That's not like yeah. No. I don't give a fuck what you yeah. think about my week. Not life. Yeah. And a lot of people can't can't it's also crazy because she was like, oh, I guess it's a good way 
for you to filter out people. I'm like, yeah, I've been doing this shit since I was in middle school. And I don't know, like, uh, I still have a good amount of friends that have stuck around. So shit's kind of working out. Right. And because here's the thing. People like you for you. That's, yeah. that's the fact of matter. She didn't like you for you. I don't know why you're still here then. Right. Fuck out of here. You, she was scared. She she was having, holding out hope. There's this character in Legacies. Same fucking deal. Same fucking deal. Let me tell you exactly how this fucking shit turned out. I hate the fact that I love this show, by the way. I hate it. I hate daytime TV. But I'm watching right. this and I'm like, fuck this bitch. So, there's this character named MG, right? He's been going after this bitch named Lizzie. Since season one, mm-hmm. right? Lizzie don't give two fucks about this man. He, she's like, I'm going to date this man. I'm going to date that man. I'm going to forget you and put you on the side while I go after this man. He finally gets over her. And the moment he gets over her, what happens? She's like, no, I, I actually just recognize that you're the one for me. And, he, right. and, then, and then the girl he went after instead of Lizzie cheated on him. And so you know what he did? He was like, nah. Now on, I'm going to start saying no. <laughs> I'm going to start saying no. So when Lizzie was like, so you're done with uh, Alyssa Chang, uh, you want to get with this? He was like, no. <laughs> he was like, no, I'm good. I'm going to think I'm going to focus on my own life for 10 minutes. That's what she needed to do. <laughs> yeah. Was just, she was yeah. over here like, so yeah, I need your opinion on other men. I need your opinion on my own body image and lifestyles. I need your opinion yeah. on how you see me in all these different forms and lights. And she just needed to be like, no, I need to let Vanille go. But I gave her so many chances. Like she even, because she's more in the, I guess, pudgy in is a nicer way to say it. But she's she, thick. she was uh, she was like, if I was skinnier, would you date me? And I was like, no. I literally went like 60% no, 40% yes, because I don't know what you look like skinny, but you're not my type. So like, because she's not even like, yeah, I was like doesn't fit any of the stuff i like to do no. so you got like a, like that's the weird thing about relationships that nobody in that and, and trust me i don't even understand it really there are just people you mesh with yeah and you find them and you're just like i don't really get why you mesh because you're completely two different people right cassie's an artist i'm a computer scientist i look at art like it's dog shit <laughs> i do i look at it and i like i uh chris took me and charles to one of the famous art museums in san francisco I walked in. I started busting out laughing. I had. They asked me to leave. I was laughing so hard, and the reason why I was laughing was because people were like, "Look!" They were all silent in this big yeah. ass room, staring at pieces of art. Going like, "Wow, look at this!" And I tried it, and I went up to a piece of art, and I looked at it, and I was all like, "Oh, you see this fruit basket right here? This is a nice fruit basket, but this is also the thirteenth fruit basket I've counted in this room." <laughs> What's, what's people's obsession with fruit? <laughs> why, why is fruit the thing? Like, if I just painted an apple, am I an artist? <laughs> That's why I don't respect art. I don't. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Cassie loves that shit. So what do I do? I fucking put all of her art supplies in the closet. I say, you need it. It's there. <laughs> I'm not going to ever get into art. Yeah. Never. I'm painting the wall right now. You know what color I picked for the wall? She trusts me to pick the two colors for the wall. You know what I picked for the color? What? It was some bullshit name like called Grassy Fields or some bullshit. It's, I painted it on the wall. It's green screen green. Bro, that's bright. It's bright as fuck. <laughs> it's bright as fuck. And then I picked another color. And I was like, yeah, we'll do a sponge thing. So it'll look like sort of like leaves, like foliage. I thought I'd pick the green. It's like turquoise. 
It's blue. <laughs> Not bad though. It's blue. It still works. No, but green screen green with splotches yeah. of blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's if you walked into and by the way, it's only half the living room. So you know that you know the wall before the couch? You've seen my picture, yeah. right? That whole wall now. Bright green, splotches of turquoise, and one yellow dot. Nice. <laughs> we what did she say? She didn't say anything. Cassie was like, oh, it's fine if you think it's fine, but we should, might want to try new techniques to try to make this work better and everything. Like that. I was like, it's pretty bad. You should have picked the colors. <laughs> like, I was like, you are the artist. You, I was, I was, what the fuck? Green screen, green. I almost didn't paint the wall. I was like, I might as well just buy a video camera <laughs> and start putting fucking like things Start on doing TikToks, bro. Right? right. Start doing TikToks and uh, fucking like streaming bro. and shit like that. So like, there's that's a big difference me and guys have always noticed about each other, but but these opposites attract. So eh, you, no, quite frankly, opposites do not attract. Really, I do not give. I do not like art. I, I think it's so. Oh my god! But it's know. not like enough for you to be like I would not be with Cassie anymore. No, she because likes art. ultimately, I uh, I recognize Cassie from not More for what she is. And you have other stuff that you have like similar, right? Like the shows you watch or like things you like to do. You're both homebodies. I mean, I like cartoons. She likes daytime television. Right? She doesn't like anime? She loves anime, oh. but, like, she doesn't like the anime. She and I, like, she has the Like, today, right, for instance. This is a classic example. This is a classic example of how relationships should work. I came to her on Monday. I was like, you need me to get out of the house this weekend? <laughs> and she was like, yeah. <laughs> Boom. That easy. I was like, you need some alone time, don't you? She was like, yeah, I would like that be able to just be in my own space for like a while and do my own thing instead of when I'm here when she's with when we're together we're like we should spend quality time yeah. together let's find things we can do together not always right but when we don't do things together we usually just end up still together but on our phones instead of me going like I'm gonna go paint the wall well you go ahead and you sketch right we tried that we do it for about maybe five minutes to half an hour and we go let me get back on the couch yes right but that's but like i'm i'm with cassie because ultimately who she is is weirdly enough who i need i need one person that is objective and not my homeboy <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like a lot of other a lot of the other girls in our group aside from kayla and kayla still kayla i don't know but i it's going not, this is it's hard to make it sound good. Kayla's one of the boys. Kayla like, really compared to boys. everyone else, Kayla's one of the Kayla boys. Is one of the like, boys. technically, you're not supposed to text your friend's girlfriend just, like, randomly. But, like, Kayla's one of the boys, so me and Kayla... Reese, me and Kayla will text about the same thing, but in two separate chats. It's right. just fucking dumb. Like, I, like, like, it's... That's, you know... <laughs> no, that's fact. Kayla's, Kayla's one of the boys at this point. Yeah. Facts, but the girly girls in our group, right? Girl, girl, our group, nah. They go, they, they're, they. If I and came to them with a problem, they'd be like. Oh. And Kayla's not even like tomboy, but she just got the vibe of like, just hanging with she the boys. Figured yeah. It out. yeah, she. she, she Reese lucked the fuck out. <laughs> Reese, Reese found the right one. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, like. That's and that's what I feel with Cassie. I found the right one for me. Yeah. Cassie would be one of the boys, but I've learned this. Cassie's now finally, you know, coming into her own. Yeah. And she's just like, your friends are cool. <laughs> your friends are cool. I'll hang out with your friends. They're fine. <laughs> but like <laughs> Ten years later. Ten years later, she's like, ah, 
<laughs> Listen, you, your friends are cool. I love your friends. We hang out. We go to parties. But like, I don't need to talk to your friends. <laughs> I don't really need to see your friends. Yeah. They're cool. Me and Vanilla, we're tight. Yeah. But, ah, <laughs> yeah, your friends. Yeah, you, you're your friends. You go ahead. You have fun. You have fun. Go do your podcast. Go, go, shoot, shoot. I don't need to be a guest. Yeah. Go, shoot, shoot, right? You know, Kayla? Kayla's a little bit different. Kayla's like, nah, what's good for you? Yeah. <laughs> but she's social, cast is not. That's how that is. Yeah. Kayla, and yeah. Also, you know, Kayla, I feel like, understands things more objectively. The most objective. Yeah, she's like, she can see have. both sides. Like, really see it from a girl's side and, like, understand yeah. where guys are coming from. Fuck it. Reese knew what he was looking for. Reese knew what he was looking for. I look, you feel like a, I don't know, because I feel like high school relationships... If you've lasted through college, mm-hmm. yeah, you look, you found the, the person, bro. Because like, yeah, or even like college relationships, like, because it's tough to find people that aren't just gonna fuck around in college too. I'm, right? I'm, 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 this is a hot take right now. This is gonna be, gonna be rude, but uh, if I had the date in college, fuck them hoes. Half the people in my classes, half the women in my classes, are either those women that are like I'm uber successful and I already work and go to college and now look at all this. If I can you imagine me dating one of those right now? Show up. I don't like to work. I'm gonna go to college and if you wanna hang out, we can hang out, but like if we hang out, I'm gonna be at your place pretty much all day because I don't have to do anything. Yeah. No. No no woman in college would ever take that shit, right? And the other half of them have such a thick accent I don't think I could deal with it forever. <laughs> I think if I like didn't transfer and just went to a four year right out of high school if I went in with a beard, shit would have been way different. If this video was, was the one that came out of high school, I would have a six well, pack. <laughs> I would well, to like, be I fair, I could have had a beard in high face. school because, like, in the summers, you guys would see yeah, me out. Yeah, have, have this. No, I did, but like because I couldn't like uh, keep it for our high school because they made us shave. I never really kept it like clean. Even going into Berkeley that summer, I had like a beard like this. But this girl that I was into that, you know, from my 21st birthday. Yeah. She like had sensitive skin. I was super whipped. So I was like, All right, I'm going to just shave, which I should have not done. Bro. But that's a whole different thing. I, yeah, I think that's the only way I would have definitely helped myself out in college. Like, would have oh, different. Yeah. Like, you know, it's bad when you get texts from your ex. Like, oh, I showed a picture of what you look like now to my roommates and they think you're all hot. And I'm like, bro. This can't be happening. Listen, listen. I, I, also, I oh, think that's is, garbage. I hate. I was like, "This is that. you're damn bad. We can't do this." No, I can't be. I can't be. I hate. I hate seeing that shit. Cause like, and again, I thank God every day that He brought Cassidy into my life. Cause I swear, I do not have anything in me to go ahead and say if a girl texted me and was like, "My roommates think you're hot." I do not have a bone in my body to be subtle and go, "Oh." you know what do they look like <laughs> well like she that. was basically just it wasn't like for them to be into me they were just trying to tell her like you should oh okay. and i was like bro we not yeah and again, i don't understand women enough to get that i would have been like so yeah. we fucking or not <laughs> but like you see like i don't know like, I just could. that's why i feel like college, if I high school high school college. relationships college relationships like if you went through at least one traumatic thing I feel like you said, because if you're one of those relationships, it's been pretty smooth sailing. Oh, I don't know. Like until you move in, that's probably when like shit will. You don't know. You don't really learn who a person is until you see them in the shit. I mean that because like 
Cassie, when we went through what happened after high school, she learned. She was like, if if something hits the fan, I need to be the rock. Well, yeah, because like usually like when shit's go, shit goes south, like you see who someone really is. Because it's like them in their like flight or fight like moment or whatever. Yeah. And that's like who they really are because they're not trying to hide anything. They just need to fucking address whatever is going on. Right. And when I, when shit hits the fan for me, I'm sorry, but like my mind, my mind just goes blank. And I'm like, somebody tell me what to do. And if you don't tell me what to do, I'm going to sit here. Yeah. And that's, that's how it's going to go. Because when that happened, I was like, I don't know what to do. And the parent, and I had no control over my life for those three months. Yeah. Zero control. It was whatever my mom wanted me to do, whatever Cassie wanted me to do, whatever my dad wanted me to do. And I was it. I did not think for myself for three months. And Cassie learned that and she was like, all right. And then when we finally got it done, that's when I took control again. And because my parents after that were like, you need to leave Cassie. Like, You're like, no. We're not going to do this. And I went, no. I was like, no, we did your thing. I'm back at the wheel now. I'm going to continue on this path. And if you don't like it, sucks to suck. (laughs) But I'm your only child. So... Figure it out. Oh, I wasn't even an early child. My dad didn't have yeah. to declare it. But I was like, but I'm your oldest child, so Figured. live with it. <laughs> live with it. And now they have. They yeah. figured it out. But like relationships that don't have a traumatic experience, they just end up going through the motions. And when things are perfect forever, that's that's a bad sign. Because if things are perfect forever, one, you're not challenging yourself and you're not pushing each other to you know, not to the break of collapse, but you gotta push each other. Right? Do you think Cassie, when I was in college and when I was over at De Anza, I was like partially suicidal because I was like, I'm at De Anza. This place is shit. I'm not going to transfer. I'm going to end up on the streets, a homeless bum because I went out for computer science. <laughs> yeah, you have like a couple of bad months and you just get into You get into a dark place and Cassie was there every step of the way going, All You'll right. be fine. Right. <laughs> what? You'll be fine. Not, not just you'll be fine. She was like, all right, how about how about um take ten minutes? How about you get off the road, take ten minutes, and then call me back when I mean, after you take those ten minutes. I'd do that. She'd be like, "Cool, you want to come to my place or do you want to go study?" And I'd be like, "I want to come to your place, and I can study there, or I could just leave when I really need to get studying." And she was like, "That's perfectly fine," because she knew I was freaking out. She knew I was gonna grow stagnant if nothing happened. Yeah. So she was like, "Do this real quick now. Simple choice. What do you want? This is what I want." Okay, go do that. Now, here's what you want. Here's what needs to get done. Can you merge those two? And I was like, I think I can do this. And she was like, perfect, do that. And that's, a, that's what I needed, right? Now, let's say, I'm, I'm, let's say, you know, I'm with a completely other random bitch, right? Not bitch. I keep saying bitch. <laughs> you hang out with me all too much. All women are queens. <laughs> all women are queens. But men and women are all bitches to me because society has failed me. <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> but but let's say I was with another woman, right? Any woman that I've met in high school would have been like, oh, you can't handle shit. Yeah. Ah, weakness. Get the fuck out of here. That's garbage. But a lot of women need that. That's why women like women, men like you. Big, strong, dependable. Not I'm just more like Steve. But uh, No, Steve. Women like Steve a lot because Steve is still going to put them first. If they make it to the position that they need to be at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Steve will be like, all right, she needs my help. I'll, let's see. Do I have, if she, if he doesn't have work, he'll do it. Yeah. Pretty- <laughs> he'll do it. Right. But, <laughs> but that's why, but for you, right. You'd be like, 
That's a dumbass problem. You don't need me. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't need me to solve this for you. You just don't want to work for it. You know? Yeah. Right. I could do it. I'm, and everything I learned about women, I learned from three women in my life. Jasmine, my mom, and Rama Devi. Oh, I thought you were going to say Cassie, but okay. No. Oh, to learn about Cassie. Yeah, to learn about Cassie and to figure out like what Cassie needs. Ultimately, all Cassie needed really from me was someone there to just be on her side. And I was. I was always on her side. I'm always going to be on her side. But what Jasmine, my mom, and my grandma taught me was this. Women don't actually need you. They just need a distraction. And that's what, that's what a lot of men are to women. They are just distractions. They're going to be like, oh, I don't feel like... Like when that woman was texting, do you think she's texting you because she's actually in a moment where she's like, I need Benil's genuine opinion? Or do you think she was just bored and going, you know who I could talk to? Yeah. This guy I got on the side right now. That's what that is. You are just, you're there, we're there to distract them. At least before... From whatever they're going through. Yeah, yeah before you become a real relationship. Yeah, you know, that's fine. That's cool. I'll be a distraction. I'm a great distraction. <laughs> I'm a great distraction. But ultimately, I, you know, that is, there's where that is. And then relationship, two very different things. One, they find the distraction. Great. Cool. They find, they look at the red flags, the green flags. They do the pros and cons. And then they go, cool. You know what? This thing right here. If I can live with this, this, and this, I think this would be great. Yeah. It's not the case. Not the case. And then you get into the relationship and those three things that she picked out that were like, if I can, if I can just live with it. Now that shit's been building up this whole time. This has been built up. So that's why ultimately anyone who wants to go in for a relationship just needs to take 10 minutes of their time and go, in the near future, or when shit hits the fan, what do I need? Can this person be that thing? Not enough people ask that question. Nobody asks that question. Steve's been asking that question right now. Yeah. And look how he, he's been like, nah, get these women out of here. Ah! Right? Do so, you think uh, you guys are in the honeymoon phase until that high school thing happened? Uh, yeah. Because like, what is it? Like we relationship is like talking phase or like trying to get to know each other. Then like well, you we, go into. We came out the gates fucking. Yeah. That was, that's, we, we fucked and then we talked. But because, again, she's, we yeah. have been good friends all throughout high school. So I already knew about her escapades. She knew about my escapades. And uh, then we were like, all right, let's fuck. See how that goes. And then at that point, I'll I, I, I tell you this. I'll tell you this. I was in love. Right away. Right away, I was like, this one. I'm committed. And she was like, what? And I was, and I was like, nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I was like, I, I, I think I told you the story. It was really creepy when I, we, we were fucking, and we, I, we finished, and then I was like, I love oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> and you had to take it back because you realized yeah. it's and too I soon. To, and I had, to, I had to fix it, and for some reason, she didn't, like, I freak out. She yeah. didn't, it wasn't that she didn't freak out. She, she believed the lie. Uh, I was like, like, like a sister. We were fucking. What the fuck is that? That's creepy as shit. <laughs> but she was like, "Oh, he just loves me like a sister. That's cool." We are fucking. That's that is completely you going. You like any? I feel like I feel like she's just her going like I'm gonna ignore that happened. Like that was her really just not believing for ten minutes that I would immediately be that infatuated with her, and I was. I a hundred. What? What? Nine years, Vanilla. Nine years. Haven't looked back. 
Haven't looked back. So then from there, it was like honeymoon stage? After, I'll tell you, me and Kat have been in honeymoon stage. We, so after high school and all through D'Angelo, we were not in the honeymoon stage. Yeah, because of that one incident. Well, not just because of that one incident. My, who I was out of high school was not mentally prepared for what was coming, right? The increased commitment to a relationship. And, and the independence the, after high school. Right. And then like, now that I have that independence and I have all this time, how do I mitigate that with my relationships with my friends and family and Cassie and school and work? Like I didn't know, I wasn't mentally at a level where I could do that and still be who I am now, right? Then I recognized something. It was like, I just had too many things on my plate. I had to make decisions. I decided my relationship with my friends and family, my education and Cassie take priority. Working can come later, right? Money is great and everything, but Cassie always had my back. That was never going to be a question whether or not she had my back or not. And she didn't, she didn't do that looking like, okay, one day you're going to pay back tenfold or whatever. She did that because I was being who I, a good partner to her in our relationship. And she was like, he's a good partner to me. He's loyal. He's going to sit through everything that I have to deal with. Right. I was there when Cassie was like, I think I need therapy. And I did not go, no, you don't. You're fine. I went, okay, well, you should talk to your grandparents about that first. See what they can do. Right. You're still on their insurance, blah, blah, blah. Right. I helped her. You know, I was like hundred percent support. And because of that, she took care of me. Now, after I transferred out of De Anza and I made that realization, we went straight back to the honeymoon phase. <laughs> we, we were like, we're just having a good time now, right? You have your own place. You have good money. I'm focusing on my education. I'm doing good in my education. I got my own dorm. We have personal space, boundaries set up. You know, we have everything. But it's like good. a different, yeah, it's like a different level of honeymoon phase. It's yeah. not like the bright eyed, naive shit that you right. have. You're not naive. I know Cassie down to a T. Yeah. 24 hours in a day. I know what Cassie's doing for every single one. Yeah. <laughs> every single one. I straight up, it was 437. I was like, oh, Cassie, Cassie's working late today. Well, <laughs> she gets off at four thirty. In seven minutes, I was like, "Oh, she's working late," which means she's not going to leave the office till around four forty-five. <laughs> and what happened? Like clockwork, four forty-five came. Hey, babe, I'm on my way home. <laughs> and I was like, "Perfect." <laughs> what do you need? This is what I need. Cool. Three minutes. Three minutes without the light. Five minutes with the light. <laughs> All right, because she only has to cross that street. Right. That's how much I know, Cassie. Cassie, for me, she knows exactly what I'm doing. She'll be like, all right, I'll get home. What is Ken, what is Ken about to do today? Does he have anything he's interested in? Painting the wall? No. Doing this? Or coding? No. Maybe he'll be coding. If so, he's on the couch. If he's not on the couch, he's playing video games. If he's not playing video games, he's doing something else. Is he at home? He's at home. What will he be doing? She knows. Yeah. She knows. And that, that level of comfort, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. There's nothing this world could ever offer me to make you to bring me back to where I was during the end zone. No, Never. Yeah. They could offer me 37 trillion <laughs> a day. And I'd be like, you go fuck that 37 trillion. Because that 37 trillion means I gotta go back to the trenches. <laughs> fuck that. You ain't getting me back then. No, never. I work when I start working, if I go back to who I was when I worked at America's Tires, Castle would pull me out. Can you find a woman out there now? Could you, Vanille, find a woman that would be like, here's Lavinio's lowest point. What was he missing? 
This is what he was missing. I'll be that for him. No. I feel like I've met people that could have been that person, but not when I was going through it, if that makes sense. Yes. Like, because I, when I met them, I wasn't going through that darkest point. Mm-hmm. They didn't have the opportunity to like to prove try. it, yeah. I guess. So then it just never. Yeah. I've met a lot of people. So like during 2017 to 2019, typical college person was cr- drinking like crazy. Yeah. Like there's regular drinking and there's <laughs> venue drinking. There's out of high school drinking. Yeah. And then uh, so like that venue was totally different. Like, we've always been, like, talkative people, but I guess that was just, like, way different. And then pandemic, I kind of stopped drinking. So now I'm, like, a, I know I could drink more, but I don't want to really drink. You know drink. what it could be, and, but yeah. you're, you're I'm here. just chilling, yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of people I've met since I, like, kind of toned down the drinking where I was, like, oh, we could have been something else if I was still that person. Because you're still into that lifestyle but mm-hmm. i'm yeah not right and that and that's the sad like that's again why i i'm so lucky that i got because we synced up at the perfect yeah. point right she found me at my lowest low and she was like you're not you don't need someone to pull you out you need someone to be normal everybody else nobody wanted to be normal they were like Kel's going through a breakup he just cheated on his girlfriend his grandma just died there's this whole drama surrounding him they couldn't be normal around yeah. If you weren't my homeboy, you weren't being normal around me. Kaz was the only woman that showed up. I was like, I got beer and pizza in my car. You got free period? <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? You know what I was like, you're still in high school. You're still living life. Let's run it. And yeah. I was like, damn right. Damn right, we're going to run it. Also, be with me for the rest of my life real quick. <laughs> just, just for the next 80 years, if that's okay. Do you think, like, in general... There's like a year where it starts to become more real, like one year yes. in, two years. Or like, what is the, because there's like a point, I think it's like two past two years where people either break up mm-hmm. or if they push through it, they're pretty much going to last. So, so here, here's my timeline. Everything you will ever need to know about your partner will unfold within the first year, at most a year and six months. Because the first three months is when you're in the cupcake slash honeymoon phase where you're just like, She's so hot. I'm so hot. We're passionate. This thing's happening. Yeah. And then the passion dies for 10 seconds because anything in your life happens. Yeah. Right? In high school, it lasts longer because your life is fairly routine. Wake up, school, whatever. Right? As an adult, you're, you get on a new project within those three months. Your job changes its direction in those three months. Uh, a bill comes, an accident happens, anything. So first three months, you're in that honeymoon phase. And you're not taking what's stressing you out in your baggage and putting it on them. You're going, this is happening, but don't worry about it. And they'll say, fine, I'm not going to worry about it. Then after those three months, that's when you're like, I actually need a little bit of help. Just so I need to know you're there. Right? And they'll be there. But that's when the fighting usually breaks out. Because now you're like, this was fun while I was distracted. Now I'm recognizing you're a whole person. I'm a whole person. Life is still happening. Can we work together on this? And a lot of relationships will find that answer is either yes or no, right? Because in those, because after six months, you've had six months to know each other. You're gonna know a lot. You're gonna get it. You're gonna you don't you won't know them like the back of your hand. Yeah. But you're gonna get the big picture stuff. This is where her life. This is where she wants to be. This is where I want to be. Can that be meshed well together? 
then the last six months is when shit really hits the fan. It's either you break it off and you go, I just don't see us working. Or a lot of people say, we're going to stick through it. If you make it through those six months, you'll find that you will go, well, this is where I wanted to be, but now I have her. And that is actually very important to me. But how can I make this work? And you'll figure it out, right? You're not going to change yourself, but your big picture plan is going to be different. You're going to alter it a little. You're going to alter it a little. A lot of people won't alter. And so that's where I... If you, if you make it past your first year, then you're fine. Because once you make it past that first year, your plan for your next five years will include that person now. As before, when you're doing your first six months, your plan doesn't include that person. She's here now. She, yeah. You don't know where she's going to be there in the future, right? And that's why I don't like people who, uh, well, I don't say I don't like them, but I feel bad for people that get into relationships and within their first year propose. Because where's... Where's the where's the thinking? Right? Yeah. Where's the planning? This is a purely a spur of moment. You didn't know this person six months ago, and now she, you, you're you're guaranteeing yourself that to she, be with them forever. Yeah, yeah, to be with them forever. And I know divorce is a thing, and it's a way out, but it's a pain. But yeah, you don't want. Out. Yeah, you don't want to go through the divorce thing. No, yeah, you don't. Right. I mean, like, not to shoot shots, but look at your parents, right? It's not, yeah, it's not fun. It's not, it's not what you want. You, like, you don't want to go through a toxic relationship post getting married. Like, you don't want that, that. You want to deal with all that shit before you get married. Right. Obviously, kids, like, change the equation slightly. Yes. But that's another reason why, like, look at kids, by the way. Look at kids, right? Nobody, no successful parent has ever gone, oops, well, time to reorient and get this ready. Right, time to build that baby crib and the nursery in our house so we can make sure this is ready. No. Successful parents go, first, do I fucking see you raising my kids? Yeah. Cool. I think I do. You're pretty cool. I like you a lot. I think you would have been a great mother. Next. Do we have the capability of mentally uh, handling kids? Do you? Do you like it with, with the girl? I know the answer is no with the girl you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But like, let's say, for instance, or for a second that you did see some future with this woman right can you look at her and then go cool we are going to get married do i see you raising my kids probably not probably not because like what would she what would she bring to the table is does she look like the responsible person that you can go cool i can get my shit done and i can trust that you're not gonna fuck up our kids you know i mean she i'm not gonna say she doesn't seem like she's responsible but but with yeah. what you want your kids to be. Yeah, the way, yeah. Like me and Cassie, we don't agree on how we want to raise our kids, but we do agree on a few simple facts. They need to be tough. They yeah. need to know that life comes out of mom. I will ruin their life. You, you, I'm, you will be babysitting my kids. <laughs> but Not every week. But like, we will have Steve be the nice uncle and I'll be the... Why do we have to go to him? It really all depends on when you guys have kids. Because I swear, I'm probably going to have, me and Reese are probably going to have our kids first. Or I thought you said Reese doesn't. Kayla Even though I think they'd be amazing parents, but, you know. They would be good parents. Their, I think their they life, have, their choice. I think, they, I think they have their own things that they want in their future, and kids doesn't really fit in that equation, right? But, um, so I'll probably have my kids first, right? Let's, be, let's all be honest here, right? You or Austin? Yeah. You or me and Austin. Me or Austin, right? Probably me first because... Well, yeah, Austin doesn't have the marriage thing, and I don't know if his parents cool with the whole wedlock 
type well, of shit. My thing, my thing is this: in high school, here's another big, here's another big thing. It's not really big to me because I never really cared about it. But uh, when Casper was like, "I'm done with birth control. Fuck that shit. You either wear a condom or we ain't fucking." Right? I mean, birth control does fuck up girls. So it does. It's fucking terrible what yeah. it does to their bodies. But when she did that, a lot of guys would be like, "Ooh, uh, yeah." <laughs> Uh, I really appreciate if you stayed on birth control. I was like, no, that's fine. We'll do that. Get off birth control. Sucks for me a little bit, but I can live with it. Right? Now, uh, when we talk about kids, I'm like, oh, we have a daughter. Are we going to get them on birth control? And we don't, do, we don't agree on that. She says no. Because it's like, what's the point, really? It's just going to fuck them up, and it's really only there so that they can be reckless. Yeah. And I it does say, fuck them up, though. It does. It fucks them up. So, oh, dude, I've heard some of the side it's effects. It's bad. I've seen it. I see. I was. I watched. And I don't even it. think people realize it fucks them up until like way later. Well, it's because they don't. When when I was a kid, learning about birth control, nobody ever told any girl I knew what was going to. There are some. I think it's just because like our generation, a lot of them probably did take birth control, so they kind of know from firsthand experience well we started looking at it and also again with the internet we could be like is anyone else taking like lexplanon lexplanon's fucked me up like i saw a video the other day the girl was like i started taking lexplanon my tits went three sizes bigger <laughs> what the fuck yeah it's weird right it's the whole hormonal yeah, imbalance shit. Thing. all fucked right so she, we don't agree on that but we do know this we both agree that if our kids are going to be anything like us when high school happens sex is going to happen when sex is going to happen we need to have a plan for how we're going to handle the unfortunate side effects of sex, right? So that's what me and Cassie have. That's what I've worked a long time to make sure we maintain. You, and that comes after year one. You don't find that out. Like six, six months. months. Yeah. You're never going to look. When I met Cassie, when I met when me and Cassie, were fucking the first six months, bro, <laughs> we were we were devious. We were just wrong. We were just, we were like, we can't have sex at our house. Where we go? Oh, let's go drive somewhere. We'll fuck in the car. <laughs> Checks out. <laughs> yeah. Go, oh, I don't want to fuck in the car. I scratched my back because the there was a piece of metal. Scratched yeah. my back every time. Right. I was like, let's go. Let's go to the. It's, what time is it? Ten p.m. What? What's uh, ten p.m. in September? Right. Gets pretty dark. <laughs> let's go to a baseball alley. Lay down a blanket. <laughs> right. Let's let's fucking run up on um, you know. Uh, the Honey Badger's house. You remember how yeah. Mr. Honey Badger? Yeah. We run up on Honey Badger's house. We get fucking wild. <laughs> we'll go nuts. That was the first six months. <laughs> first six months. See, then the year made it, and after the those post six months, we were like, "Well, we still love having sex, but also school is so hard right now, isn't it?" I'm like, "Do you not see the stress that I'm dealing with? I see your stress." That you see what happened the jump. Yeah. We were distracted. We loved just having sex and being wild. And then I was like, no, I need to talk. I don't want to talk to my homeboys because I know what they're gonna say. I want to talk to you. And and when we did not agree, what? It, <laughs> it was like, well, this is what I think. This is what you do. Blah, blah 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 blah. Right? Arguing and a little bit of a little snappy at each other. Right? Second first year made it. We made it through that first year. My God, we have never had. A real problem since. Aside from that one, that one time. But then after there. that, like major thing. Yeah, after that major thing, we made it through. 
That's what every relationship needs. And like I tell one year and then one kind of major thing and then you'll be good. Right. You make it through your first year and there's no problems. Yeah, you got to go through a little more. Well, you don't need to go through a little more, but you need to st- then at that point if you're going to be a responsible relate your relationship, you just need to start putting out random fucking scenarios. Or like sometimes you can move in and kind of see them. Yeah. For like moving in, I heard like really helps you get to know the other person too. I don't know if it made that big of a difference for you, but uh, I mean, it's it, it does and it doesn't. You know, me and Cassie came, got real comfortable with our habits real fast. Right? Uh, you know me. I, every night, every night before I go to bed, I need to shoot one shot out. It needs to happen. Sorry, it's just routine, right? Cassie lives with that. <laughs> she and she she doesn't hate it, but she's always like, why? It makes her laugh every time. Like last night, she was like, all right. Going to bed. I was like, oh, you're going to bed. And I follow her to the bed and I'm trying to play with her and everything like that. Try to get her in the mood so we can just She was like, why do you do this every fucking night? <laughs> and you know what my response was? I was like, you know what you what you signed up for. <laughs> you know who I am. Every night, what do I do before I go to bed? Once, at least once before I go to bed, every night, you know this. Right? Now you can put out, <laughs> you can put out, or I can wait till you fall asleep. I'll go sit on the couch for 20 minutes and I'll come back. <laughs> She was like, if you really want to. <laughs> I was like, no, I want you to want it. She was like, no. That we learned that. Yeah. We, we, that now that's who we are. When we moved in, that's what happened. That's how that, we learned it, right? And if you move in, that's good. I think everybody should live together before they get married. Now, I had to come in terms of her things too. But let's say you don't move in and nothing's happened in that first year, right? You need to start having conversations, like real conversations. Like, so what would happen if I got into a horrible accident and I was in the hospital? How would you, how would you handle that? Me and Cassie know how we'd handle that shit, right? But, but when you're, when you're in your first year and you're still, and you haven't made it past your honeymoon phase because nothing's happened, you need to know how to handle that shit. Cause when shit hits the fan and they're freaking out, they're like, don't get me wrong. You're my homeboy. But if you were the first person Cassie called, if I got into an accident, she would let me down. <laughs> she, I feel like it would be Charles or Steve. It should be my parents. Oh, okay. <laughs> it be I'm, I was just talking about like friend side, but yeah. Friend side, my yeah. mom will tell everybody. That's fine. Yeah. Cassie, well, yeah. I was Cass- just thinking about that incident that you had. When I got into the car accident? No, no, no. The other the thing after high school? No, the Which, more recent one where Charles had the help out and you called me with the driving oh my DUI yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that was that was that and but here's the thing though here's the thing when that happened she called Charles first but that's because she knew my mom wasn't going to want to talk to her yeah. so she had she was the one that went up to uh, Mr. Honey Badger and was like call Kendall's mom and she needs to know she'll have a plan she'll figure it out right she was she just, my mom wasn't gonna want to talk to her so she was like you need to do it she will talk to you that was i right then and there i was like she knows what she's doing she knows what she's doing now did we still fight about that night hey, i mean it's gonna <laughs> happen course, yeah sure. it's not gonna nothing's ever gonna go 100 percent the way it should and that's another thing about relationships that everybody needs to learn a fight shouldn't be you versus them. A fight should be working We're talking towards about a compromise. It. Yeah. And it shouldn't be like toxic or like yeah. you're throwing yeah. out like 
insults that don't have any relevancy into what you're talking the about. The moment you start bringing up random shit. Or like you shouldn't be raising your voice or like... Not at all. Yeah. Like Obviously nothing physical. Nothing physical. Don't scream or yell. Yeah. Like the last time I yelled at Cassie, I, w- I will say my homeboys were the ones that came out the gates and were like, no. It was so funny. <laughs> you ever you ever watch Black Clover? No. There's a scene where one brother was about to kill the other. So the, the one who was about to die... His homeboy showed up and they surrounded the other brother and they were like, you fucking touched this man, you're dead. That was kind of what happened with me, but I was the brother about to kill the other uh, brother. Because you guys came out and you were like, Kendall, we love you, but you were wrong. You mm-hmm. were so wrong there. You need to apologize and you need to recognize where she was coming from. And I was like, fine, yeah. But that was the last time I yeah. ever yelled at Cassie. So, I mean, it happened, but like, you gotta recognize my It right. happened, yeah. but like, I came out, I yelled at her, and I was like, you know what, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, you were totally right. I shouldn't have been some dumbass going like, yes, of course a random bitch can show up to uh, the yeah. thing we're going to yeah. just so she can have personal time with me. That's fucking, that's weird, dumb. Yeah. That's weird and dumb, right? So, but like, that's the last fight we had. Every other fight we have. It's very much like, okay, well, this is how I feel. How do you feel? So I know why you're mad first. Once that gets through the roof, I'm like, okay, well, this is why I think, you know, you have the right to be mad, but this is why I still think I'm right. And she'll go like, well, this is why I think you're wrong. And we'll go, okay, we'll find what does a right situation look like for you. And we just bounce off of that. She'll tell me her thing. I'll be like, well, this is why I don't agree with that. And then we'll go back and forth, back and forth until eventually land on a big thing where it's like, okay, well, in the future... When this situation arises, I'll recognize this is how it's going to make you feel. So how about instead of doing what I was going to do this time, I do this instead. And she goes, that's fine. And then sometimes you like agree to disagree or whatever. You agree to disagree sometimes, but that's only on the very rare occasion where it's like, this is a one-time deal. And obviously I think like when you're talking about like bringing up hypotheticals, like talking about kids and how you'd want to raise them. Because if they don't want to raise the kids the same way, that's kind of like... Right. Hold the phone, right? And, like, and another thing about, or if they don't want kids and you want kids, that's like a whole different. That's a whole thing, but like yeah. that's that's something you got to bring I, up. Yeah, talk about. You got to talk about it because like, like, how many relationships do we know that were like, this is what my life path was. I wanted kids. They didn't. It didn't work out. That's a big. That's a big relate. That's a big deal breaker for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, should be. Should be <laughs> if you want kids or not want kids, whatever side you're on. That's the final thing that everybody needs to know about relationships. Your own self-respect. Yeah. If you want kids and they do not, you need to be the person to go ahead and say, this is, there cool. any, is there any scenario in which you finally accept that I want kids? Mm-hmm. And if they go, I'm sorry, I don't see myself. Then you just say, kids. this was good, but right, yeah. whatever. You have to be able to cut that line. Because yeah. if you don't, if you never, if you never have the idea that you could cut the line, then you're trapped. And, and you shouldn't happy. like be like, oh, I'm going to be able to change this person's view on what. No, nah, right? If that's, no. I mean, maybe their view does change in like a few years, but like you can't just hope that it will change right. knowing that you. Yeah. Because what, because also like what needs to change? If somebody doesn't want kids, you can't just go, well, maybe once they finish college and start making money, they'll change their mind. Yeah. No, they're going to be like, cool, they're, now I have money. I'm going to yeah. do my own thing with it. Unless they have like an experience where they see like some parent or like they see a kid and they really are like, oh, I would want a kid. That should yeah. not happen. No. There's like, unless there's like genuinely their life flashes before them and they go, I should have had kids. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's never going to happen. So you need to 
That's, so those are my, my main top three, top three in relationship advice things. One, arguments and fights should not be real fights. They should be conversation. Uh, conversation. Second, you need to know where your line in the sand is. If you don't have one, you need to put it down. My mom asked me this a long time ago with Kathy. She's like, where's your line in the sand? I was like, my line in the sand is malicious intent. If Cassie wants to hurt me or wants to genuinely ruin my life, then I'll say, sorry, this was good, but I need to, I need to, this needs to not happen anymore. Right? What happened with the GUI was not Cassie maliciously trying to fuck It was me just up. an unfortunate was, series yeah, of stuff. It was a very big accident. Yeah. What happened after high school? That was not Cassie going, I want to ruin Kendall's life. That was her going, I don't agree with the choice. I don't agree yeah, with yeah. what you want, and this is what I want, and I don't know where we're going to go with this. The third one is know your big picture plan like as you get into it, right? Within the first six months, maybe the first year, you guys need to understand where you see your lives ending up, at least in the next year, if not the next five. And if that person goes, oh, that'd be great, but you know what I think would be better? If you had this instead of that. That's good, but if it ultimately changes the direction of it, no, right? I want to be a millionaire one day, right? I don't go up to Casigo. So in the next five years, I'm going to do this, that, and that, and I'm going to make me a millionaire. And Cassie goes, oh, you know what? Instead, instead of building a business where you run an app and everything like that, you could do art. <laughs> yeah. Right? And then I go, well, actually, I don't think that works. And if they can't accept that, you got to draw a line. Right. All right. Take that. Take that. Sorry. That's good relationship advice, That's quite frankly. Oh, and finally, this isn't real advice. This is just common sense. When you see a goddamn red flag. Do not ignore, ignore it. Don't ignore it. Don't ignore it and go. Or don't try to turn it in like be like, I can fix this. Right. Don't do that if shit. A guy's, if a guy's like, man, I don't, I don't let nobody fuck with me. They come at me in the streets and I'm going to run hands. That's a red flag. That's a violent person. Please, for the love of God, put that motherfucker down. <laughs> put him down and be like, thanks. I need peace and prosperity if that's... <laughs> If, if, if that's what you want yeah. if that yeah if you want that too then yeah this could work if yeah. you're out here like nah somebody looks at me wrong i'm gonna run hands mm. <laughs> <laughs> i can only get kicked out of so many bars before i finally go nah this is on <laughs> all right and on that note it's a boy waffles and it's bambi and this Is-ish. has been couch surfing peace, peace.